But like we've done before on an evening like this, where we're going to have some congregational corporate prayer, and we're going to have some small, smaller group prayer. So make sure you're see, seated at least close to four or five other people so that you can gather into groups together and pray with one another, encouraging one another. We, we came to this point in our day, in this week, because of what we heard from in the book of Joel this morning, where Joel calls us to cry out to the Lord, to, to call a psalm assembly and to lament before God, to lift up our hands, our hearts, and our minds. In the book of Nehemiah, there's a point in time in which it's, it's very much like what Joel calls us to. Nehemiah chapter 9, if you want to go there, if you brought your Bible with you. Nehemiah chapter 9. We're going to start our prayer time tonight with the same things that they started with back at that time. Nehemiah chapter 9, starting at verse 1, it says, Now on the 24th day of this month, the people of Israel were assembled with fasting and in sackcloth and with earth on their heads, worshiping God in humility. And the Israelites separated themselves from all foreigners and stood and confessed their sins and the iniquities of their fathers. And they stood up in their place and read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for a quarter of the day quarter of the day. For another quarter of it, they made confession and worshipped the Lord their God. On the stairs of the Levites stood Jeshua, Bani, Cadmiel, Shabaniah, Bunai, Sherebiah, Bani, and Chenani. And they cried out with a loud voice to the Lord their God. Then the Levites, Jeshua, Cadmiel, Bani, Hashabaniah, Sherebiah, Hodiah, Shebaniah, and Pethahiah said, Stand up and bless the Lord your God from everlasting to everlasting. Blessed be your glorious name which is exalted above all blessing and praise. You are the Lord, you alone. You have made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their host, the earth and all that is in it, the seas and all that is in them, and you preserve all of them. The host of heaven worships you. You are the Lord. And he goes, they, they go on. And they confess two things. They, they confess the greatness of God, didn't they? Proclaiming who He is, what He has done, His creation. They confess the greatness of God and they confess their sin before God. Recognizing not only His power, but His holiness and His purity. And our own lack thereof before Him. So let's begin tonight 
with confession, confessing God, confessing our, our walk with him, our relationship with God through his son Jesus Christ. Hebrews 10.23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. As you pray tonight, if you stand up tonight and pray, praise God and praise him boldly and loudly. For he who promised is faithful. If we confess our sin, let us confess with repentance. Not just a, a feeling sorry for what we've done, but uh, turning away from it and turning toward the God of our salvation. I'll go ahead and close this time out, this time of confession. Keep the focus on confession, confessing God and who he is, confessing our sins before him. Let's spend a few minutes doing just that as a corporate body. If you pray, stand up and pray boldly and loudly, and I will close it out after a few minutes. Let's bow our heads and pray. Our Father and our God, just as the angels proclaim before your throne at this very moment, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And Lord, as we take a, a, a brief consideration of just how great you are as we think about your omnipotence and your omniscience and your omnipresence that you are able to be here with us and, and on the opposite side of the world with a congregation there that is in desperate need of your aid there and they lift up prayers and hands to you. Lord, you are there. Lord, we praise you that you are there. You aren't just observing But you're there just as much as you sacrificed. Lord Jesus Christ, you gave your life for us. Your love is not just one of, of words and, and observations, but Lord, you, you are an active, living God who does what you say. So Lord, in, in view of just who you are in these ways, we, we confess to you complacency. Lord, who am I to, to, to worry and fuss over 12 hours of fasting when you fasted for 40 days and you still took on the devil and you still put him in his place? Remain faithful, remain true, and remain absolutely perfect that you might take that perfection all the way to the cross. Who are we, Lord, to have an easy faith or a cheap grace? Father God, we come before you. We pray that you would help us to see and know the sins in our hearts, the sins in our minds, the sins in our lives. If we have not seen them yet, open our eyes, we pray, that we would come indeed to that point of confession and repentance. For you are a holy God worthy of our 
humility, coming before you in fasting and sackcloth and ashes, recognizing just who we are before a perfect and an almighty God. We praise you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The book of Joel calls us to, to cry out to God, right? To, to take a look at what is going on around us. Uh, a good look at what's going on around us in the world. We have had a, a lot of people in our nation lately standing up against abortion. Praise God for that, yes? We have a lot of people at the same time standing up and saying, it's a right. We should have every freedom in the world to kill children, even after they've been born. Go beyond that. We, we have people in this world saying, it's a right for me to, to feel like I'm a woman or a man or a whatever I want to be one minute and then change my mind the next and, and forget what God has made me, forget what biology says. I just want to be whatever I want to be. We're surrounded by a world that just is all about me, what I want. We need to, to look around at everything that's going on around us and even the sin in our own lives as we just spent some time in confession, hopefully reflecting upon those very things even if we didn't open our mouths up in prayer. We need to recognize those things and it's good to lament, to see the awful things around us, maybe even the things that are done to us that we're having to suffer through because of somebody else's sin. Or maybe it's just the world because it's fallen and it's brought a strain and a stress upon your life just because that's the world we live in. And just lament before God about these things. Psalm 13 is one of my favorite lamenting psalms. David cries out to God in a lack of understanding, just not understanding what is going on. And he says in Psalm 13, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long do I have to just talk to myself in my own head and it feels like you're not listening, you're not answering? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? How long will the troubles of the world oppress me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death. These were no small things that David was dealing with. 
Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Let's, let's bring one more time of, of just corporate Stand up and pray. This is a privilege, isn't it? A privilege that we have by the blood of Jesus Christ shed for us that we can come before God, the very throne of God together as a family. And in here we realize that not one of us has the right to judge the other one. God is our judge. We walk in discernment. But let's feel free to cry out to God before one another as a family in Christ. Lament. I'll close. Lord God, there is so much we don't understand. Why the stubbornness of mankind? Why the stubbornness of our own hearts? Lord, we pray for those who have not received you as their Savior, particularly those in our own families. Make us tools in your hand for our community. Lord, we don't understand why those two young men had to die in the sewer. Lord, we pray for the officer who arrived on the scene and had to look down and see his friends. And we pray, Father, for a reassurance for him, a, a, somebody to come into his life and, and to speak words of truth and wisdom from you into his life that he, if he doesn't know you already, he would come to you. Lord, we don't understand why David Graham had to arrive and see his cousin. So we pray, Lord, for strength. We pray, Lord, for strength of heart and mind for him to not let this be a burden, but an impetus to ministry and, and to speak truth into the loved ones of his own life and, and for us all to see that very same thing ourselves. Lord, we look forward to the salvation that you have brought us in your son, Jesus Christ. And in the meantime, we are here. I pray, Lord, you use these difficult things in our lives to make us better ministers of your word. I pray this all in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Because it is so very late, I'm going to give you two subjects, and I want you to gather with four or five people around you. First of all, our high school ministries, or, or actually, I'm sorry, our student ministries. I meant to say. We've got the high school missions trip to St. Louis. Um, EG's just finished camp, and we need to pray that they take everything that they got from that camp and they, they run with it, that it affects the rest of their lives. Um, pray for Christian growth in these students' lives and Christ-centered friendships and relationships. Uh, pray for Pastor Mike and his wife Catherine and all their lay leaders. There's a lot of people who help out with those ministries. And now we have Josh Bickford and Christy Kane who are 
interns with those ministries. So pray for our student ministries. And also pray, it's a completely different subject, but pray for our country. Pray for our governing leaders. Pray for those. It's so easy to make fun of them or, or to dislike them, whichever side of the fence you're on, um, to mock them, to hate them. But let's face it, they're the ones running our country. It'd be the best thing possible for them to come to know the Lord themselves. The best thing for them and the best thing for us. So pray for them. Pray for them. Don't pray against them. Pray for them. So those two things. Student ministries here at Alden Union and our governing leaders. Gather. Go. I'll end it in a few minutes. Father God, we thank you for hearing the many prayers lifted up to you at once right now in this room. That none of this confuses you but you readily sort out one prayer from the next so Lord we lift up to you praise and thanks for the youth ministries the student ministries that you have given to us the children's ministries Lord we lift up to you all their leadership from Pastor Kevin to Pastor Mike and their wives, and Lord, we lift up to you, Zoe, we praise you for her, and just pray that you would raise her up. We pray for all the leaders involved in these student ministries that you, Lord, would guide them, guard them, protect them, bless them. Lord God, um, We lift up to you the governing leaders of our nation. We lift up to you the president. We pray that perhaps as he, he talks to Mike Pence, I, I don't know either of them personally, but Lord, I pray that the vice president would have a, a strong influence upon the faith and the walk of our president, that he would come to a greater understanding of the one he publicly proclaims to be God. Lord God, we pray for all of our nation's leaders that they would receive you as their Lord, as their Savior. We pray, Lord, for the freedom of the church, freedom of prayer, Freedom to repost those Ten Commandments that have been torn down from so many places. Lord, would you restore those freedoms? Lord, would you cause a great revival to happen in this nation and here in our own church body? Lord, we pray for growth, and Lord, it's, it's always good to get some more believers in our church body, but Lord, we want to see some growth from conversion. We want to see some people coming to know who you are. We pray, Lord, that your spirit would indeed be active here amongst us as we go from this place in our own lives, as we boldly proclaim, as we boldly confess the hope 
that we have in you. Lord, use us, we pray. In Jesus Christ's name, amen.